1 Corinthians chapter 11, we're going to begin reading in verse 27. We will back up to verse 23 later. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 27, concerning the Lord's Supper. It says, therefore, whoever eats in this bread and drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. Let a man examine himself so that, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks unworthily eats and drinks damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. It's a serious cause. For this reason, many are weak and unhealthy among you, and many die. For what reason? Not discerning the Lord's body. Many times that's actually taught wrong and put out there wrong. But the reason many are sick, weak, and die is because they don't discern the Lord's body. We will look back at that in just a moment. If we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we will be disciplined by the Lord so that we would not be condemned with the world. So my brother, when you come to eat, wait on another if anyone hungers, let him eat at home so that you may not come together into condemnation. Listen, Paul says, and I will set the rest in order when I come. We know that the Lord's Supper is one of the two ordinances of the church. First one being water baptism. I think many times we overlook that take it more casually than it should be while water certainly does not save you it is a commandment from the lord jesus christ himself and it is a setting apart a testimony to, as a public testimony to the world that you're a new creature a new creation in christ jesus and the second that we're commanded is the communion supper or the lord's supper again it's an ordinance of the church not a sacrament it does not save you it is to honor what is all, it's a memorial to what was done at Calvary's cross and at the whipping post leading up to the cross. It is, a, it is to bring us back into sharp focus of what the Lord Jesus Christ has already done. It is, it is looking back even earlier to the foreshadow that happened in Exodus chapter 12 whenever the Passover was instituted. You might remember that the word of God says that it was on the night that he was betrayed that Jesus raised a cup and raised the bread and began to speak on concerning his death. It was a few moments before the Passover. It was a to see the Jewish nation was was commanded to honor seven feasts. One of those was the Passover of when they were led out of Egyptian bondage. You'll remember plague and refusal, plague and refusal, plague and refusal for Pharaoh to let his people, to let the Israeli people, the children of Israel, go. And it came down to the last moments. And in Exodus chapter 12, God began to, to lay out the, the warning before the final plague, which would be the death of the firstborn across all of Egypt that didn't apply the door of the lamb, the blood of the, of the lamb to their doorpost. They didn't cover their home with the blood. 
said in Exodus chapter 12, it says, it, talk, it talks about how to, how to take the lamb, how to prepare the lamb, how to roast the lamb, and, what to, and to eat all of the lamb, and to catch its blood, and, and it begins to lay out what to do. Now listen, in verse, in verse 11 it says, In this way you eat it with your, your waist girded, your sandals on your feet, your staff in your hand, so that you may eat in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. What is he talking about? He said, be prepared. Be prepared for, it was in their case, be prepared to leave. Be prepared for the bondage to be broken. I'm going to tell you tonight as we partake, be prepared for deliverance. Well, we're talking about discerning the Lord's body tonight. What he done for you by by his atoning sacrifice. It was way more than keeping you out of hell. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. He died to save me, body, soul, and spirit. I can be saved from eternal damnation. I can have peace of mind, and I can have physical healing in my body. He says, have your waist girded, your sandals on your feet, your staff in your hand, so that you may eat in haste, so you can be ready. Tonight I would submit that we need to, when we're about to take the elements of the commemoration of of what became the Lord's Supper, (coughs) that we should eat and drink in preparation and anticipation of whatever you need from God tonight. It's more than something we do from time to time. In fact, you probably don't notice I don't even do it regularly. The Bible said as often as you do it, do it in remembrance of me. It doesn't say do it on the first Sunday of the month, although there's nothing wrong with that. Some people do it every Sunday. Hey, I believe you ought to do it at home from time to time, just you. I believe you ought to take communion with your family from time to time, just you and your family. I certainly believe the body of Christ should come together and, and, and memorialize the communion. But it's more than, a, it's more than a, a, a ritual. It's more than rote. It is to, put, it's to bring us back to, 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 to in remembrance of why and how we live. There was a lamb that was slain. This is, what we do now is not about the Jewish Passover. There's much that can be learned from studying the Jewish Passover, sure. But my faith is not in the Jewish Passover. And my attention is not in the Jewish Passover. This isn't about some ritual because all of the feasts were fulfilled in Christ Jesus. Save the Feast of of Tabernacles, which will be fulfilled at at the millennial reign. It is about, it is about, what John the Baptist declared. We talked about him earlier. This memorial, this is about not the Jewish Passover. It's a, it's a, that was the foreshadow of what we're looking at. This is about, the, 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 then it was the lamb that God said, when I see the blood, remember he said, eat of the lamb, be ready to go, strike the doorpost and the lintel of your home with the blood of the lamb, stay in the house. He says, in verse 13, he said, The blood shall be for you a sign on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite 
the land of Egypt. That was some powerful blood, and it still was the shadow of the one to come. It was the one when John the Baptist was standing baptizing in the wilderness, that when he began to walk up on the scene, he pointed to the Christ, to the Messiah, to the Lamb. He said, behold, stop and look. Stop and look on him. Behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. See, it was the night before his betrayal. It was leading up to the Passover. It was a little earlier than the Passover meal was was to usually come. And you know why? Because this lamb was going to be hanging on a tree coming into the Passover. See, he was everything. You think in any accident that he came and died during the Passover season? Do you think it... accident that he was crucified at nine in the morning the time of the morning sacrifice and he declared it is finished at three o'clock in the afternoon the time of the afternoon sacrifice i think not he was the lamb he is the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world See, it's a big deal. That's why I made a point to say, don't drink casually tonight. Listen, we, we invite everybody in the house to, to partake. If, they, if, they, if they're saved, you know they're saved, you're saved, you know they're saved, and you understand what we're doing. It's not a casual thing. It should never be a casual thing, and it should never be a routine. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. When he was, when God was instituting the temple, the 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 Levitical priesthood, and he was setting up temple worship, and and when he was setting up the sacrificial system, in Leviticus it declares boldly that without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Today I I have my sins rolled away. I have my sins blotted out. I am forgiven. See, then it was a covering. Today it is total forgiveness. And I'm thankful for that. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. He says, therefore, who drinks the cup unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood. You're not going to mock what he's done on the cross. We can't mock. It's not a casual thing. We should never treat the blood of Jesus as a casual thing. It's just, oh, listen, I know how we are in the church. And I'm, uh, I, I've been around it all my life. I know, oh, you come in, you see the little gold stuff at the front. Oh, we're having communion tonight. You know, or, oh, I've heard what our, we're really guilty of is, oh, I've heard this all before. But our, our attitude, our casual attitude is I know all about that. He said, many of you are sick and many of you are weak. Many of you are died because why? You ate and drank unworthy. You, you say, I don't know if I believe all that. That's why you, that's why you haven't been healed. <laughs> Do you ever consider it's because it's casual? It's just an exercise. It's just a routine. It's just something that you do in church rather than I still believe. See, this thing operates on faith. You have to believe. Believing's not an option. I've told you before. Understanding that that's not necessary. Because I don't understand everything. You don't understand everything. But I believe everything the book says. Tonight I believe we, we should be in a position, if you need healing in your body, that you should expect 
said, when you eat and drink, uh, when you eat of this meal, he said, do it with your clothes on, with your, with your, with your loins girded, with, with your staff in your hand, with your shoes on your feet. You should do it anticipating being delivered. Come on, somebody. If I'd been tormented in my mind and couldn't rest, I would have been anticipating tonight being delivered because of the Lamb. If I have a sickness in my body, I would be anticipating tonight. I'll tell you, this preacher is going to be anticipating tonight that the joint pain in my arms and in my elbows and my shoulders that has tormented me at night for months and nearly a year now, I'm anticipating tonight that the broken body of the Lamb, that all of that has to stop and I'll be healed in the name of Jesus. That's my expectation tonight. What are you expecting? See, if you're just going to go through the routine, if you're not going to expect anything, you would do well to just set your little cup down and walk out the door and go on home. And we'll see you next Sunday. But tonight, I'm going to anticipate that the things that are promised in the book are mine. I, hey, if I, needed, if I needed deliverance from pornography... Or any other addiction tonight, I would be in, I would know that by his stripes I am healed. I would know that the chastisement, here's really where that would be. Listen to me. I would anticipate that the chastisement of my peace is upon him. See, he didn't die to leave you where you are, he died to bring you out. He died to deliver you. What are you anticipating tonight? What are you anticipating tonight? We're going to pray at the end of this service just like we always do because there's people that need their prayers answered. There's situations that's not going to change without prayer. But before we do that, we're going, to, we're going to stand before a holy God and remember what He's already done. See, it's not promises that can be and will be. They're promises that are already in effect. Isaiah said, by his stripes you, are, you will be healed. Peter said, by his stripes we are healed. What are you expecting tonight? For this reason, many are sick, many are among you, and many die. He says, to judge yourself. If everybody, <laughs> if everybody in this world will quit worrying about who's judging who and just judge yourself... Sweep under your own porch, Mamma used to say. Somebody else can sweep their own. Examine your heart tonight as we come to partake here in just a few moments. And anticipate what God is going to do for you. I, I would challenge you right now. I've already mentioned some things I'm going to believe for. I would challenge you right now as we're about to get ready to take of elements and walk through them. That you would bring, that something probably has already come to mind. It could just be between you and the Lord that you need from God tonight. You should expect. I don't understand everything. I've already told you that. I don't understand in the situation we're in with all this sickness. I don't understand why one person it kills and why one person barely knows they have a sniffle. I don't understand that. But I know that there's still, but I, here's one thing I, I understand. Here's one under, thing I understand completely. And here's one thing I believe unquestionably that by, that by his broken body. See, he raised up the, the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is broken for you.
One thing I understand, that that broken body paid for mine to be put back together. I still believe in a healer tonight. I don't have to understand it. See, I, I, I am content to let a good God make the decisions, but I can believe him for anything. I don't, I don't understand how, I don't, compl- I don't, under- I, I don't understand how everything works because it's all in his hands, but I do understand his promises are true and they're yes and in him, amen. What are you believing for tonight? Brother Scott wants you to be making your way. Now that he's going to need red, I think it's ready to go when he gets here. Go ahead and take and peel back that top layer and bring out the little wafer on top. Scott, I'm going to read the scripture and then I'm going to ask you in just a moment to pray over, pray about the healing and broken bodies and the, and the, and the bread. You ready? He says, I have received from the Lord that which I delivered to you, the Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take eat, this is my body, this do in remembrance of me. Brother Scott, pray. Dear Father, Lord, we ask you right now to search our hearts. Lord, even as David said, Search me and see if there be any wicked way in me, Father. We ask you to cleanse, purge, purify this vessel, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, let us be sanctified in your sight. God, let us be ready to receive that that you have for us. Lord, we receive your broken body, Father, that was, that was beaten. Lord, that was flayed, that was torn asunder. Lord, for our healing, not only our spiritual, but our physical healing, Jesus. Lord, we ask you right now in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, that you would visit us tonight. Lord, that you would demonstrate by your power and by your spirit, Lord, what it means to be a follower of you. Lord, we receive your body into our body Right now, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which was broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. I would have you hold up the bread tonight and break it between your fingers. Take, eat, expecting from the Lord. Brother Mark. Touch my body tonight. I believe that you've paid the price. You can go ahead and peel back a second layer that will open the grape juice. It says, in the same manner, he took the cup after he had had supper, saying, this is the cup in the new covenant of my blood. This do as oft as you drink it. And remembrance of, you, of me, as oft as you eat and drink of this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Mark, would you bless us? Lord, we just thank you for your precious blood, Lord Jesus, that covers all of our sins, Lord. Washes them away. Don't just cover them, Lord. You wash us clean, Lord. And I just thank you, Lord, for forgiving me of all my sins, Lord. I pray that you just 
Minister to us tonight, Lord Jesus, as we drink in remembrance of you, Lord, what you've done for us, Lord. Died on the cross, Lord. The pain, the agony, all that you went through, Lord. Them hating you, Lord. And you're dying for them. Lord, I pray that you just minister to us tonight, Lord. Whatever we're believing for, Lord, let us know that you paid the price. Jesus. It's done. Let us have faith tonight, Lord, and believe in you, Lord. You want to touch our body, Lord. You want to deliver us. You want to set us free. Whatever it is tonight, Lord, that we're believing for, Lord. Let us have faith, Lord, and know that the work is finished. And we just thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. In the same manner, he took the cup, and after he had, su had supper, saying, This is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. This do in remembrance of me. Go ahead and take the drink. Now, everybody, you can go ahead and come, Brandon. If you'd stand, I would begin to thank him right now for what he's doing in my life, what I'm believing him for. Because, see, the price is not going to be paid. The, the price has already been paid. See, I don't have to wonder if the check's going to clear. He, he's already paid it all. Lord, I'm thankful tonight for what you've done. Lord, I thank you that I'm healed by your stripes. Lord, I thank you that I'm delivered by your blood. Lord, I thank you that, that you give me direction, that you open my eyes, that you, that you cause me to follow after you. Lord, I'm thankful that you paid a price so I don't have to. Lord, that you took it all on yourself and in yourself. The Lord, that I can be free, that I can be free from what? I can be free from whatever oppresses me that I can be free physically, that I can be free spiritually, that I can be free mentally, that I don't have to put up with the torment that comes in the night, with the, with the accusation that comes from the accuser, that I can be free from the physical pain, that I can be free from the disease, that I can be free from what would come against me. I can be, I can be free from the, from the uh, oppression that come, that's coming into my life. Lord, whatever it is that I need, I'm thankful tonight that because of the body and the blood, the body and the blood, that you gave it all tonight, that I can have it all. Lord, I'm so thankful. Lord, that I anticipate and honor. I honor your sacrifice tonight. Church, honor his sacrifice tonight. I honor your sacrifice tonight. That's why we stop to remember to honor what you've done. No higher price, no greater gift. Greater love has no man than this, than to lay down his life for a friend. Lord, you paid it all. Lord, I'm anticipating tonight testimony of healing, of deliverance, even salvation restoration Lord I'm so thankful Lord I just gotta stop and tell you Lord we honor you tonight in the way that you gave us you instituted it you told us how to do it Lord we honor you tonight we consider your sacrifice no casual thing but the ultimate act of love. 
You gave it all. What more could you give, the songwriter said. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you want to go ahead and gather, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer as we close out our service. I want you to stay in the spirit of worship that we're in, in the spirit of, of honoring his sacrifice and remembering the broken body and, and his blood that was spilled. That's the answer. That's the answer. Let's go to him in the attitude of prayer tonight. Can we make as a priority, and I'll ask for you too, but I, I'm going to make as a priority tonight, I have a, a friend back in, a pastor friend back in Arkansas. His name's John Mankin. He's from Van Buren. He used to be at Van Buren Assembly. He grew up there tonight. He's a, a staff pastor at Springdale Assembly of God. He's about 40 years old-ish, four kids. Him and his wife contracted COVID, and she's, he thought he was okay until he wasn't. And tonight, John is uh, in desperate need of prayer. He's on a vent in hospital in northwest Arkansas. And I believe that God can turn John's situation around. Listen, we, we can't quit praying for people. We can't quit praying for people. We can't quit praying for people. Karen Sharp tonight's from my home church in Paris, Arkansas. She's fighting for her life on a vent from COVID. Doctors really give her no hope, but there's hope in Jesus Christ tonight. We're going to believe for Karen Sharp tonight. I don't, I've told you, I don't understand why some survive and some don't and why God heals some and doesn't heal another. You know, it's all in his hands, but I do believe that he heals. And I believe, I believe that he hears the prayers of the righteous. And I believe that we're commanded to pray. We're going to pray for John and for, and for Karen. Who else are we praying for tonight? Physical needs across the place. Dean, we want to pray for Dean. And Kelly, Chad's, she's still on event as well. We believe that God can heal Kelly. Who else? Pray for Ruth. Everybody that's around Ruth, she's going for the morning for Ted. Yes. Carol. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to remember Carol. Daughter-in-law. That's your daughter-in-law, right? She didn't hear me. That's your daughter-in-law. Yes. We're going to remember Pop-Pop. For Jason's mom, Luther. Okay, we're gonna. If you're right around Carmen, lay your hands around her. He's a healer. Who else? Joe's sister. Okay, her name's Nikki. Is that right? Who else? Physical need. If you got someone around you, lay your hands on Ruth. Lay your hands on Andrea as she stands in for Carol. Lay your hands on. Susan, she stands in for Dean and Lori for Kelly. Let's take all these needs to the Lord tonight. Lord, you've heard everyone up for Nick. Lay your hands on Cindy for Nikki. 
for Grady. Lord, where you've heard every need for Carmen. Lord, you've heard every need tonight. Nikki needs a touch in her body tonight as she faces surgery on this hip. Lord, we, we put her in your hands for Grady tonight. Touch his body tonight. For Carmen, that, that, that from this fall, Lord, that the pain would be gone and that you would, that you would restore everything as it was meant to be. Lord, for Jason's mother tonight, Lord, we lift her up. For, for, the, for Ruth tonight, Lord, that you touch her body even now. That the healer, Lord, that your broken body would be put into effect for her and for Carol. Lord, that your, that, that your sacrifice would be evident for Kelly and for, and for Dean and for Mike or for John Mankin tonight and for Robin or for Karen Sharp tonight. Lord, that you would heal and touch and move. Lord, for this son, Lord, that you're, you died for deliverance as well. Lord, we, we bring him before you tonight. Lord, we lift up Mike Cerny for his sister. Lord, that when the doctors have given up hope that they're still a great physician. Lord, that we come and we lay it all before you because you're the healer. That you've paid the price. Lord, then we call on you. We ask you tonight that you touch and move and heal. Lord, that there's families, Lord, that have lost people in the last week, in the last two weeks, Lord that through the sorrow that you that you promised us that we don't that we don't grieve as those who have no hope we that we grieve in you knowing that there's something better but it's not a hopeless grief that we know that and, and anticipate that there's a, a better day coming lord we lift up these families tonight that are dealing with loss and lord we're <coughs> anticipating that you walk through tonight and comfort their soul and give you praise for it tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We lift up Riley Nash through the cameras. Lord, that you touch in his body. Lord, that you touch him physically in his brain. That the fog would lift and that the injury would stop and that, and that you would restore what the enemy has stolen. That you would restore his hearing. That you would restore clear thought. That you would restore tonight in the name of Jesus. That you would raise him up. And I anticipate another testimony of miraculous healing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, for waywards prodigals tonight I believe they're coming home I believe that we can stand on your word that if you train up a child in the way that they should go that when they're older they'll not depart from it tonight we call them home in the name of Jesus Lord arrest their heart and their spirit even where they're at Lord that you would, that you would interrupt their sleep and, and, and cause them to come to their self. Lord, that you would, if you have to take them to the hog pen, to, make them, to cause them to come to their self and come home, Lord, whatever it takes, because the day is short. The day is short. The night is far spent. It's high time we arise, we rise out of slumber. Lord, we call them home tonight, one by one by one. We believe 
that whatever it takes, it could be a song, it could be, a, a, it could be the, the trials of life. Lord, call into their spirit tonight by your spirit that you never give up, that it's your will for the prodigal to come home. Lord, we pray in this church, and in this county, in this land, Lord, that there would be an awakening among your people. Lord, we need, we need an awakening before we need a revival. <laughs> we need your people to, to, to rise and to, and to open their eyes to the time that's at hand and no longer be casual about where we are. Lord, I, I'm asking for a harvest of souls. Not just, preaching to the, not just preaching to the chosen, preaching to the elect, preaching to the ones in the house, preaching to the choir, but Lord, that you would send souls to Mag Church and churches in the surrounding area. A harvest of souls. Let Raise up soul winners in this house today, in the marketplace, in, in this house. People that are already here, sitting on and receiving your word. Raise up soul winners. Lord, make me a soul winner for you today. Church, I believe there's something for asking for souls. I believe there's something to praying and asking for souls. It puts you in a position. It puts us in position to reach the lost. When you ask, I believe that we have the things we ask for. Yes? Lord, we're asking for souls. There's nothing more valuable in the kingdom of God, in your kingdom, than souls. Lord, we ask that we're... <laughs> Bring them from every direction. Lord, raise up a voice out of this church. Expand our territory. Stretch out our ten stakes. Widen our influence. Not for us, but for the kingdom. For the sake of souls. For the sake of souls. We've got to have them. It's the heartbeat of God. It's our commission. It's our charge. It's our mission. I've heard it so many times. It says that missions isn't crossing the sea. That missions is seeing the cross. Lord, we ask tonight that we see the cross. And bring others to see the cross. Tonight. In this dry and weary land. Send your rain. Send your rain. Send your rain. Your word says ask for the rain in the days of the latter rain. Lord, send your rain. Send your rain. Send your rain. Lord, I pray for the pulpits of America and around the world that you would give them steel, a backbone of steel, and a voice of thunder. Lord, that you would raise up men and women of God all over this world that would stand for truth and boldly declare. Lord, I pray that you would unify your people around the things that matter, that the, thing, that the distractions and the political distractions would fall off like scales tonight. 
and that you would unite your people around the gospel, that we would stand up against the, 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 the oppression and the tyranny that's on its way, that's indeed already happening. Lord, that we would rally around the cross. We ask tonight, all over this house, we ask tonight, we believe tonight, anticipate tonight, In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. 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 Yield yourself. Yield yourself. The only comment I have, I can't, I can't talk what the Lord does. The only comment I have is just instruction on what it means to yield. Because see, He doesn't just come in and shove you out of the way. You've got to yield to His will. If He's called you to a ministry, do that ministry. If he's called you to be, a, if he's raising you up to be a soul winner, win souls. He's not going to do it for us. We've got to yield to him. Yield to him. Yield to him. Because see, it won't, when you yield to him, it won't be about you and what you can do. It'll be about him and what he can do. And listen, there's nothing that can stop him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. streams of refreshing a 
until I thirst no more. Let it rain, let it fall from heaven. Let it rain to revive my soul. We need your rain. We need your streams of refreshing until I thirst no more. Cause we need it. Yes. We need it. We need it. Yes, we need your rain, Lord. We need it. We need it. We need your rain. We need it, we need it, we need your rain, Lord. How we need you, God. We need it, we need your rain, Lord. Let it rain on the cross from heaven. Let it rain. To revive my soul, Lord, I need your rain. We need your streams of refreshing until I thirst no more. Church, we don't need another promise from God. We have all the promises we need, and we have the commission, and we, we have the declaration. Now all we need is to yield and to walk in it. He don't have to tell us another time that I've chosen you, that you're my people, that, you're, that, this, that this is an ordained place. He needs us to walk in it and to yield to, to believe it. Come on. It doesn't matter what he says if we don't believe it. It doesn't matter what. He's gave, us, he's gave it all of us. It doesn't matter what he said if we don't believe it. We got to believe it, yield to it, walk in it. We don't need another promise. We need to walk in the promises that we have. And walk in it. We need it. We need it. This area needs it. Believe it and walk in it. We need it. There's a... Just as a matter of housekeeping, literally, there's a trash can at the back of the room. As you leave, sing it. We need it, we need it, we need your rain, Lord. We need it, we need it, we need your rain, Lord. We need you, God. We need your rain.